there's a small dog just going ballistic outside yeah. of my window. I can hear that. Is yeah. That, that's at your place, Lucas? Yes. Fun. It is fun. It's a lot of fun as we are recording episode 384 of the Quarantine Cast on October 22nd, 2021. Uh, I'm coming in with a couple of topics that we can talk about today. Uh, my body aging in ways that are weird and scary and slightly dysmorphic. Uh, Alec Baldwin killed a woman. Um, oh my oh, god, geez. can we not? Yeah, oh, you just do the New York Times like thing. <laughs> like, Alec New York Baldwin. Times and all these sources are saying that, and it is fucking weird to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I saw one that on said, like, at all. Yeah, it was like Alec Baldwin, uh, noted domestic abuser kills a woman on set and it's just like you don't that's so fucking irresponsible like, that is holy shit because it's not what happened i mean yeah. no. it's it's not his re- not only is it not his responsibility to make sure that the fake bullets in his movie prop gun aren't real like it's it can't you can't expect it because otherwise they just aren't allowed to make movies with guns in them like which Sure, you want to make that argument? Like, that's fine. But Alec Baldwin did not murder a woman. Alec Baldwin, so, someone really let them down on set and put was, real bullets mm-hmm. into yeah, a real gun. Yeah, there was a gun. real bullet. Yeah. Like, More than one, because he shot no two people. No reason that should happen. So, no, I think I it was think, once, it was a, though. It was one bullet. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. How would he do it twice, Andrew? Well, so, okay, here's the thing. Like, No, I know. It's a revolver, and he cocked back the hammer, and that's what caused it to fire. Well, no, but, well I, I didn't know that. I just assumed, no. like, it's like a Western movie. Uh, the, de- the director It wasn't of during filming. It wasn't? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, okay. Because I assumed it was like, okay, shoot in this direction, like, towards the camera. That was the shot they were going for, and he, like fanned the hammer or whatever and then shot multiple people okay so anyway one one bullet my understanding is yeah it was not during like they weren't rolling at the time okay but yeah he was basically like looking over the gun cocked back the hammer it slipped out of his finger which with old revolvers just is the same as pulling the trigger it happens and then yeah there was a live bullet in the fucking chamber for just literally there's just no reason that that would ever need to be a thing on a movie set Mm mm-hmm let alone get it to the actor. Like, there just literally should never be a live bullet on a set. Mm-hmm. That that should be the thing. I had also seen folks referring to this as a prop gun. but it's, That's that, such it's, bullshit, yeah. by the way. There's no such thing as a prop gun. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there, there are a couple out there, but there, they make there no financial sense. There are guns that shoot, like, um, like, paper charges, that, but they don't even really look like guns it's for like yeah. when you need to put a gun in someone's face and have it go off like they do that because if you shoot a blank in someone's face it's still gonna really fucking hurt yeah like it's so like those are those are literally fake guns but you can tell the difference because they were made out of rubber but like they, they make no financial sense basically yeah. to use those prop guns in like 99 percent of situations because yeah, like, I, I can't remember. There was one movie that was just like, we need all the bad guys to have AKs. And they looked at, like, replica AKs. And for them to look believable, it was, like, ten times the cost of just getting AKs. Like, just buying some old AKs and using those. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, no, the whole prop gun thing is also just weirdly yeah. like, misreported. A prop gun is a gun that you put a blank in. Like, 
That's it. I mean, not even. Like, a prop gun is what you're talking about. It's like a paper gun. Uh, yeah. Every other quote-unquote gun that is being used as a prop is just a gun mm-hmm. that is capable of shooting bullets. <laughs> and it's but. just ideally checked over so many times to ideally, make sure just like, like it is yeah like it, the procedure is basically the armorer on the set has a locked case with all the firearms the armorer before the take hands it to the actor the actor uses it on the take and the armorer takes it right back after they're finished filming the take and inspects it and everything like that and then they you know put go back into the case like mm-hmm. there's just with the right protocols, there's basically no way for it to go wrong. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing as any other semi-dangerous stunt, like lighting someone on fire or like, yeah, stuff like that. Like, yeah, of course, there's ways for things to go wrong. There's freak occurrences, but like, it should be basically zero if it's done properly. Right. Mm-hmm. And it so. wasn't Gross here. negligence, but not yeah. really on Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Probably criminal. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I literally don't understand how a live bullet gets on the set without there being yeah some like criminal shit going on i mean i I guess not in not in this situation but like they keep comparing it to like what happened with brandon lee it's Um, so different i know because brandon lee there it wasn't a bullet like there was debris in the barrel of the gun and the blank fired the the debris out yeah and it was basically shrapnel that he got hit with sounds like this was a real ass bullet for it to have yeah like killed one person and injured another yeah like shrapnel can't do that yeah like, yeah it's and ayatsu said that it was a real bullet like yeah it's somehow just yeah a live bullet got on set and it's just like how the fuck it's it's unbelievable but yeah all right that's some wild shit and if alec baldwin never acts again it wouldn't shock me because man that's gotta be fucked something mm-hmm. i like horrible and I, I yes do not pin this on alec baldwin there's plenty of other shit you can pin on alec baldwin but not he's not overtly responsible for this and yeah it is it's not gross overtly responsible he literally bears zero yeah. percent of the responsibility he's doing his job I, i'm sorry when i said that i more meant to draw that to headlines are wrongly painting him as responsible for right. this uh, just straight up bears zero responsibility. I, I guess the only other comparison I can think of would be like, if in that scene, the Dark Knight, where Heath Ledger as the Joker blows up the hospital, if there were like people hanging out in that building <laughs> and were killed when the building blew up. Yeah. People are like, it's Heath Ledger. Although Heath Ledger didn't, like that detonator wasn't real. Right. So yeah. even that wouldn't be, I don't know. Is, uh, is that story bogus? Where, like, there was actually a yeah, delay at Totally, totally Bogus. Okay. Yeah. In the script. I have the script. <laughs> <laughs> Character moment. <laughs> yeah. People people love to do that shit. Yeah. And writers must hate it. Yeah. Like, writers must be like, you fuckers. Like, <laughs> think that we're just, like, straight up not creative. And, like, <laughs> every cool moment must have been improv by the actor. Like, I, uh um yeah it's funny because like i just saw like a blooper reel for the suicide squad and there was a moment in the bloopers that would have been so much better than like what actually happened on screen um Mm -hmm. in one of the in one of the takes of the scene where they're driving in the bus to go back for harley quinn 
and Bloodsport and uh, Peacemaker are arguing over like whether or not they should do it. Um, and they, you know, like, they're tossing equipment back and forth to each other. The camera's going around. It's you know kind of chaotic. Um, like Bloodsport throws a pistol to Polka Dot Man, who catches it and then like puts it in his pocket or something. In one of the takes, Idris Elba throws the pistol and it hits the guy that plays Polka Dot Man in the balls. <laughs> and the camera like follows the gun perfectly and it nails him in the balls and he falls down. And then the camera goes back to Idris Elba, who continues speaking his line. Yeah, no, you got to keep the take rolling. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. And then <laughs> that would have been so fucking funny. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. That would have fit each character perfectly. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, damn. Well, yeah. All right. Um, cool. Circling back to my first point then. Yeah, I got my new passport, and a part of that apparently involves the passport administration sending me the passport I got when I was 16 and uh, comparing those photos. Huh. Weird. Man, isn't it weird how, like, at one point we're children and now we're not? (laughs) I mean, it's weird in that, like, I don't know. This, like, idea of, like, when I imagine what I look like, both of those are kind of accurate still in a weird way. I don't know. Am I a maniac who, like, no, yeah, I remember looking like this. Like, this is, that's me. This is me right here. Yeah. I must have weird dysmorphia because, yeah, I kind of don't remember being, yeah, like a kid anymore. Oh. Like, in, or remembering what I look like. Like, in my memories, mm-hmm. if I memorize, like, if I'm thinking back to, like, a moment that happened when, yeah, I looked completely different than I do now, I'm still me. Yeah. Like, I'm still 25-year-old me in that memory. Like, I don't know. Like, it's what hot American summer. It's It, it kind of is, yeah. yeah. It's pen 15. It's like, yeah, like, I'm an adult but yeah, like I might be playing on the swing set in fourth grade or something. Like, I don't know. I, I I'm always the way that I look right now. Huh. Fair. No idea why. So. But yeah, that, that must be interesting. I'm doing that soon. Yeah. I'm curious. Mm. Although I have my current passport, which yeah, I'm 16 in that, and yeah. I don't have a passport. Do you have a real ID? Have you ever had a passport? Nope. I mean, yeah, I have a real ID. I've never had a passport. You've never been to another country? Nope. Apparently not. Do you want to? Yeah. Uh, I can't fucking go anywhere now. Well, goddamn world fell apart. I mean, now you can, kind of, some places. Why would I want to go to Europe or Asia or South America when I can stay in beautiful Wisconsin? No, yeah, I, I do want to travel. Like, both Jade and I both want to travel. Um, I've just never gotten a passport because I've never had the opportunity to go abroad. You know, it takes a while, I mean, like right? Canada, though. I know. I feel like that's where most Wisconsin people break that streak. That's where I pop my cherry, yeah. Yeah, it takes, like, a couple hours. <laughs> Wait, you, when did you go to Canada? When I was eight. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. I know you went to Spain in high school, and I had to surrender all my fundraiser money to you. Um, 
I feel like you've told this story, but I don't yeah, remember it. Yeah. Oh. Um, so basically, uh, for Spanish club in Berlin, it wasn't mm-hmm. high school; it was middle school, actually. Um, was it high school? Maybe it was that freshman year of high school. school. Spanish club. So they they only do it every three years. Yeah. Because one, it's expensive, but two, it's to like cycle it out so every kid has a chance once in their high school career, but like not really more than that, which I thought was weird. But anyway. Because um, you, you can't go as a freshman. I think I remember being a thing. So oh, was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so there was a fundraiser for that because it costs a lot of money for the kids to do that. Um, and the money that you raise just goes to your fund. Mm-hmm. And so uh, one of them was like we made and sold pizzas and you know, like other random bullshit school fundraiser stuff. And then like three quarters of the way through, my parents realized even with the money that I was fundraising, it was not going, we weren't going to be able to afford to go. Like I wasn't going to be able to afford to go. They weren't going to be able to cover the costs left over after the fundraiser money. So they said, sorry, you you can't go. Like we can't like swing this. Like, oh, okay. And then I like told Lucas's mom, I'm like, so do you want the fundraiser money that I have? Because I can't like cash it out. I can't just Mm -hmm. take the 300 bucks that I raised I have to like give it to someone else. So like give it, give it to Lucas and yeah, cool. So yeah. And then I I, I think you like found that out like a year ago. (laughs) I I have a vague, I vaguely remember this, but, and like, I recall my feelings being appreciative, definitely. But also like, I mean, I'd rather my best friend go on a trip with me to Spain, but okay. Yeah, I wanted to go too. It would have been fucking lit. We would have crushed so much puss. We did go to that. uh, We did go to that nightclub. That was a fun time. We could have gotten matching swords. Damn it. No. So wait, how much was the trip total? Like, what did what was the cost? I don't remember. It was at least a thousand bucks. It was a couple. Yeah, I think it was a couple grand. You were in high school at this point? Yeah. Did you have a job? Yeah. Summer job. Did you want to pay it? <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, that was the expectation that I was going to pay it, but I didn't have enough to pay for the rest Damn. of it either. Summer job, not cutting it. Mm-hmm. No. Got to you had to come down to the Dells, man. Sorry. People people making 10k easy on a summer in the Dells. Yeah. yeah. Lucas yeah. Lucas and I, during our summer landscaping jobs, were not pulling in that kind of money. That was a worked out a bank. That helped. And you, in that video game, had that job at a restaurant where you drove 70 miles an hour that one time. Yeah, that too. <laughs> in a video game. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, man, imagine if you would have gotten that ticket. <laughs> That would that would have been starting to approach, yeah, like a grand, mm-hmm. seventy under twenty five. I and then it, and then an increased insurance, yeah, easily. And then also being sent off to like military school or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> is that so? Is that a real thing or is that cartoon make believe? It's real. I don't. But like think it's, against your will, yeah. Like, yeah if your parents send you there sure but yeah they don't like force kids to yeah no like it's not like a state punishment or something it's right, definitely right. like a 
my kid is undisciplined. I've got to whip him in shape. And I don't know how to fucking do that. So I guess the United States military do it. Yeah, I guess I don't even really know like how a military academy, military school is different than a private high school or something like that. Does it solely exist for like at-risk youths or something? Or is it, how, um, how much of this is pop culture make-believe? My my understanding is that it's not just for people that are troubled, yeah. um, that there are some people that send their kids to it because they want them to join the military. And this is like the first step to that. It's you're going to mm-hmm. go to military school and then you're going to go to ROTC and then you're going to join the military and you're going to be like career military. Like people who have already been career military families oftentimes send their kids to these schools. Right. I think there are, there's also different military schools yeah like i imagine that yeah there's like elite there's rich person private military military schools schools, yeah yeah, that are like old old school boarding school types in the east coast that Mm -hmm. yeah also offer unbelievable like college connections and everything like that and then yeah there's like the the nah this is for the the hoi polloi yeah ryan did you uh did you listen to the episode of fear and molding where Will Neff goes on a long tangent about how they can rework the military, the army, into a, hey, kids, bring America back. (laughs) It wasn't Will Neff. It was uh, Matt Walsh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Matt Walsh from Veep was the one who had that fucking weird idea. (laughs) I mean, Neff was encouraging it. Neff was hyped. No, Neff Neff wanted to see where it was going. Hassan was like, holy shit, this is is some fascist shit. Wow. (laughs) I'm from Turkey and... Yeah, people have to do that in Turkey, and let me tell you, it's not great. And Will Neff was kind of like, yeah, yeah, this is great. <laughs> Compulsory military service that's basically just a volunteer force. Here we go. Yeah, except for I think he said also, yeah, like, teach them how to shoot guns and stuff. <laughs> like, also, yeah, like a compulsory military service, but maybe some of them are more like, you know, They'd build roads and stuff. I a peace corps for the United States. <laughs> Can't be a white savior if you're saving white people. <laughs> Going into rural Tennessee and shit and just no. like building infrastructure. I guess Yeah, you know what, for as backwater of an area as I think I grew up in. I have to remind myself that there are parts of the deep south that still don't have internet connections. Yeah, like, dude, West Virginia is the goddamn wild west. Mm-hmm. Even though it's when I was east. in high school, I remember my friend getting internet. Yeah, like that was like a thing. Like he was like, "We're finally getting internet," and it's like it's 2013. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy shit! Did they? Did they not have, like, a phone or... Yeah, they had dial-up. Oh, But, okay. like, that's okay. not internet. Like, you can't use that it's for anything. functional. Exactly. Yeah. I, and I remember being, yeah, pretty, like, holy shit. <laughs> you, you haven't had internet at your house? You're, <laughs> like, 16. This is... What have you been doing for the last four years? Like, the internet is most of our lives at this point. I... So, what? Okay, for the sake of this bit, let's imagine that your friend had no online presence or exposure whatsoever. 
in 2013, what internet thing are you dropping on their lap out of the gate? I don't know, probably Gangnam Style, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was on the radio look, by then. That was... Look, it's Korean. Yeah. This is weird, huh? Oh, this is weird and scary. Take me back to the before times. The yeah. internet was a mistake. I'm a Luddite. <laughs> I'm going to start burning down 5G towers. <laughs> Wait, 5G? It's... 4G just rolled out. What are you talking about? No, he. I mean, yeah, he was like still an internet boy. Like, right. They absolutely used it a lot at school and stuff. Had a Facebook and everything. Actually, I don't remember when he got a Facebook, but eventually he did. And yeah, they would. They had old school Netflix where they would get like DVDs sent to their house. Holy shit! And yeah, what? And then we'd go there and we'd play couch co-op games. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, I guess I don't know. We never really we. You just boot up Madden or something and play Madden against each other. It was no big deal. I guess, yeah, COD games still had split screen in 2013. Like that, I think they still might. I think COD might still have split screen. Really? I know that COD World War II had split screen because huh. that was free on PlayStation Plus like a while back. And I downloaded it and Jade and I played split screen co-op for a little bit. And then I deleted it. Yeah. You could always boot up a game of Nazi zombies and have some fun. Weird. Yeah. Hmm. I was thinking more like there's areas that, yeah, don't have like running water. And like areas that didn't really have electricity until like the 70s. (laughs) There's still places in uh, like the mountains that don't have electricity. Is it just apathy that's keeping flint michigan from having clean water at this point or what what is the quagmire there probably money right no one wants to take responsibility no one wants to pay for it okay but still that fantastic that's what it always is Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah i mean i guess when you think about it yeah like there's mountains like you know to get from where i sit right now to like the peak of a mountain mm-hmm. is yeah like a mile or two and yeah there's no power or any facilities or anything up there right and i'm in the media capital of the world like literally that's the nickname of the city i live in so yeah the fact that some like backwoods weird place up in the mountains doesn't have like anything utility wise makes sense mm-hmm Backwoods isn't even a pejorative. It's just a descriptor. <laughs> like, yeah. Literally the backwoods. Doesn't that put them on like the other edge of the woods, though? Aren't they getting back to society at that point? Isn't like center of the woods, oh, middle of the woods? Yeah, yeah, the midwoods. This is a midwoods Halfway place. between two points back yeah. in the woods. I think backwoods comes from like old America, like the original settling of america so backwoods was like as far west as we had settled okay so even farther backwoods was just completely unsettled wild territory so i, th- I yeah. think that's the idea even, it was before the concept even if you of do keep total. going and you could eventually reach civilization it might be like two or three weeks at that point it doesn't really matter if you're like it might be if you start at point a Point A is a city, and you go through the woods, and you're like 90% of the way to point B, 
you might still be in the backwoods because B might still be like five days travel away. <laughs> like, I was thinking more like, yeah, if you're in like Ohio in the 1600s, it might be years of travel to get to China, like to <laughs> cross the Pacific Ocean and everything I... in order to... Yeah, reach civilization in that direction. Well, I mean, like, okay, so I know in reality, like, information probably disseminated more and, like, we had a better idea of how much of America there actually was before Lewis and Clark reached the Pacific. But, like, yeah, man, until 1804, we weren't, like, 100% sure how how far west this all went. Yeah, no, we were. <laughs> yeah, we knew. What? Yeah. The the Spanish had settled. Magellan well, went around the whole goddamn earth, like, <laughs> hundreds of years before that. We had an Yeah, I mean, we just didn't know the between, really. We kind of knew the edges more than <laughs> the, the in-between, more than the Dakotas and fucking Nebraska and shit. <laughs> so, yeah. And we still don't. <laughs> Those fucking flyover states. Yeah. When did settlers come to California? 1542. No. Yeah. The Span the Spanish got to the West very fast. And also settlers. Let's talk about the Native Americans that have been here for twenty three thousand years. Yep. Hmm. I wonder I'm talking about like when outside influences got there compared to the people that were already there. Could have been earlier. It wouldn't shock me if, yeah, like, just Native Americans were able to, you know, properly access outside materials and everything because of trade and everything. And it just worked its way into, quote unquote, untouched land because, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. they actually knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> they were in a bunch of fucking dumbass white people. Just yeah, like, I mean that is that is a thing. I'm like the like Native Alaskan population had been trading with people from Russia mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. Eric the Red. There were settlements on Newfoundland five hundred years before Columbus. Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Eric the Red or Columbus? No, Columbus. I mean, okay. yeah, Eric, I mean, Eric the Red, well. probably a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> I, I doubt he was like a fucking... Not the genocidal right, right. Like, Although, maniac. Yeah. Just er- Eric, they had very few run-ins. No, Eric the Red was like an charts. LGBTQ ally. <laughs> oh my god. What? Eric the Red actually super progressive. Yeah, Not even for his time. Like, just like, to, to this day he holds up. Yeah. Eric the Red was... He wrote an <laughs> essay. He wrote, a, he wrote a thought piece about like the gender spectrum. And it was actually... Like, really on point, even to this day, it holds up. Eric the Red was out there advocating for a four-day work week in his substack before <laughs> anyone else. Yeah. Dude, Eric the Red was, like, yeah, the original author of the concept of white privilege. Like, he, he totally understood, like, melanin deficiency does not make you any better than anyone around you. Eric the Red, more than any other of his contemporaries, understood white fragility. <laughs> Eric the Red had a lot of quotas when he was hiring his Viking his Viking crew. Eric the Red made sure that uh, he, he took affirmative action in like being the change that he wanted to see in this world. 
It's like, you know what? We rape and we pillage, but who's gets to be in on the raping and the pillaging? Pretty equitable ship, if you ask me. Yeah. We, he had a lot of positive representation in the roving gang of marauders that absolutely terrorized most of Europe. I mean, look, did his son, Leif Erikson, do some problematic shit? Yeah, but Eric the Red's not on the hook for that. Sins of the son. Yeah. Shall not go unpunished. I don't know. <laughs> it's the sins of the father shall not go unpunished by the son. Well, yeah. But, yeah, right. but we're flipping yeah, it. Leif Erikson was the one doing I. What's Leif Erikson's deal again? <laughs> I think he just did the same shit as his dad. Yeah, I think he was the same as Eric the Red. Oh, right? okay. I think he went maybe a little farther west. Um, what's it called? Leif Erikson went real deep. Leif Erikson went like yeah. potentially into like New England. Like we don't really know. There's been, but that could have also been the same thing that I was talking about, where like artifacts made their way south through like trade and everything like that amongst like native peoples instead of. You know, classic. Yeah. He's thought to have been the first European to set foot in the continental North America approximately half a millennium before Christopher Columbus. Hmm. Dumb shit. (laughs) Fuck you, Italians. You heard it here first. Columbus Day is bullshit. You don't get... uh, Yeah, if anything, call it fucking Viking Day or some shit. At least that would be more accurate, even though it would also be stupid. You don't don't get Columbus Day anymore. You don't get Mario. And guess what? Pizza? That's American now. We've made it our own. Oh, boy. Pasta? Invented by the fucking Chinese. You have nothing. Tomatoes? Good. Didn't even grow in Europe before the fucking Spanish took it from North America piece of shit i think they might they might have olives right olives not tomatoes oh. i know that's what i'm saying oh, yeah. you said they have nothing i think they might have olives i don't know olives I don't want to take away everything it's greek <laughs> shit i don't know i don't i don't actually know olives what are what are what are who invented olives <laughs> Olives were invented. Like Kazakhstan. Were invented. Is it really Kazakhstan? Oh, oh wait, no. Shit. What? I said where? Oh, I typed in where were olives first grown, and it said apples were first grown in Kazakhstan. Um, pollen was found in Macedonia, oh, other uh, areas around the Mediterranean. Asia first cultivated. Minor. First cultivated on the border between Turkey and Syria. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, Italy. <laughs> right in the right in the spaghetti. <laughs> it appears to have spread from Syria to Greece. Uh, although other hypotheses point to lower Egypt, Nubia, Ethiopia, and the Atlas Mountains. Ooh. Not Italy. <laughs> Not Italy. They have fiat. <laughs> right in the meatballs. That's the one that they're actually going to claim. <laughs> He's marinating yeah, not... in his own ragu. Oh my god. That's a fucking deep cut. <laughs> Mario and Luigi go to Vice City. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I I think we got to end it there. I think we got to end it with Mario and Luigi go to Vice City. 
Thank you all so much for listening to episode 384 of the Quarantine Cast. If you'd like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok for highlight clips. Act blue link in the description if you want to help a collection of great progressive causes. Or you could support us. Not or. And or you could support us using Patreon or the Anchor Podcast platform. Send us your questions and business opportunities, viewing at gmail.com. Keep up to date with the podcast by following us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast and follow me at Lucas Dreider on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing. The weekend is here, everyone. Good luck making the most of it.